your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solo. All right, welcome to Wednesday. Lacrosse Talk PM, if you want to get in here, 608 785 7914. I've got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about, but I didn't open the Facebook Live video. I, uh, have you guys seen the South Dakota anti drug campaign slogan? I guess I thought it was intriguing. A lot of blowback. Blowback might be the worst word to use there. Uh, I guess meth, cocaine, totally different, right? Uh, yeah, South Dakota's governor has doubled down on the campaign, anti-drug campaign, labeled meth. We're on it. <laughs> I thought it was clever. And it's obviously it sounds terrible because obviously it sounds like they're on meth as opposed to taking on meth. Meth, we're taking it on. Doesn't sound, doesn't go, it doesn't. It's not intriguing, right? Like, okay, another hugs, not drugs, or this is your brain on drugs, or. Um, but when you when your campaign slogan is "meth," we're on it. People are gonna be like, "Wait, what?" And then immediately go to the comments of wherever they saw that headline or meme, and either type out their rage at how stupid South Dakota could be having such a terrible anti-drug campaign slogan or be intrigued. think it's good. It's it's provoking conversations, right? And it's gone viral. So I'm guessing a lot of people in the nation know that South Dakota's on meth. (laughs) And it's a problem, right? Like they're on meth? What? Oh, that's their anti-drug campaign? Oh, meth is a problem in South Dakota. What's meth like where I live? What's the pro- Is it a problem here? I think it's probably a problem pretty much everywhere. I'm, I'm, if I remember correctly, when we've had, when we've talked to the police, they, you know, obviously the drug problem is one of the big things they have to deal with, and meth right in the mix I don't know a whole lot about meth I've never done meth I'm not on it 608-785-7914 the Better Hearing Center talk at text line I was comparing this today with my friends uh, the Milwaukee Bucks released a New Jersey a alternate Jersey I should say New Jersey sounds confusing although the New Jersey team is in Brooklyn now called Brooklyn anyway but the, yeah the Bucks have a, a new alternate white off white jersey that they they like released today and instead of saying Milwaukee on it or Bucks it says Cream City. I'm not sure what's worse. South Dakota's anti drug campaign being meth we're on it or the Milwaukee Bucks having a jersey called Cream City. Seems pretty awful. We were arguing about that uh, in the WKTY studio before the show, and Grant 
Graham Bills was like, no, that's 20 years ago. I think Milwaukee was known as Cream City. I was like, yeah, that's fine. But we're all perverts now, right? Uh, I think South Dakota's anti-drug campaign is better than the Bucks' alternate jersey. Meth, we're on it, greater than Cream City. Uh, a couple other things. There's a lot of like little news stories and a lot of news stories surrounding like voters and voting and voter registration. Uh, then a couple of weeks ago, we had the the one group suing Wisconsin over you know uh, registered voters and whether or not where they lived and how long that they should be on the voter rolls. And we got to purge two hundred thirty thousand people off the voter rolls and. Now the uh, newest Democrat, well, he's not even the newest Democratic candidate for for president or potentially Democratic candidate for president, Michael Bloomberg. I think we can call him Double B, right? Billionaire Bloomberg. Uh, There's a story today that he's going to spend 15 to $20 million to register half a million voters. Seems like a lot of money. $15 million to register 500,000 people. That's a lot of money to buy, to buy some votes. Um, Also a coincidence that he's doing that right after he begins his quest to become a candidate for president, right? Yep. Billions of dollars, man. If you're going to register people to vote, A, get a better price per voter, and B, do that anyway? Like, do you need to be a candidate for president? On top of all that, why don't we just have automatic voter registration? We could be there, right? And then we won't have to worry about people having to register to vote. Uh, a lot of a lot of ways we could handle voting. and It's always funny how it's under attack. It's people's right to vote. You all should be able to do it. 608-785-7914. If you want to get in here, shoot me a text. Give me a call. We're going to hit news. We'll be back on Wisdom after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608-785-7914. I was talking about the Bucks new alternate jerseys. They've got alternate white jerseys. And they say Cream City on them. Hank texted in and said they should call it and I can't read the rest of that text, Hank. I don't I I probably could, but I just don't want to. Uh, Phil texted in, if you lack the interest to vote for 10 straight elections, why waste the space? Purging the non-voters raises the voters' turnout percentage. We love high turnout percentages. They would be skewed though, right? It would be more It would be more beneficial to know act, the actual turnout percentage. And if everyone was automatically registered to vote when they turn 18... We'd know how uh, how we're doing percentage-wise and people actually going to vote. In Korea, North Korea, North Korea? Yeah, North Korea, it's like 99%. And you can imagine why. I was I mean, This is a while ago, but I remember reading that. There, there was only one person on the ballot. And it was I don't think it was Kim Jong-un. It was just like whatever the party was. And everyone had to go vote, and the votes were very very public. Like you went out and 
So if you went into the vote, you could see you went into the voting booth and you came out like you had to check the one box. And then if you didn't, there was a problem. You might find yourself floating in the ocean if you didn't go and check that box. <laughs> Hank keeps sending me uh, suggestions for alternate Bucks jerseys. I don't think Squirtsville is a, <laughs> is a very good one either. Uh, if you have suggestions to uh, rename Milwaukee something better than Cream City, feel free to do that. Uh, are you guys hunters? Anyone a hunter out there? I'm not a hunter. Quite a few hunter friends. I uh, saw this story. Uh, DNR encourages deer hunters to look for feral pigs. Um, deer hunting starts Saturday, I think, at like sunrise or s- something like that. It's a nine day season, the gun season, anyway. Uh, DNR wants hunters to look for feral pigs and kill them whenever possible. Feral Feral pigs are unprotected wild animals and may be hunted year-round with no bag limits. Feral pigs extremely destructive. They root up the ground in search of food and are efficient predators, preying on fawns, grouse, woodcock, turkeys, and songbirds. They've also been known to carry several diseases dangerous to humans, including swine. I should have started. Re- I should have read this before. And then a whole bunch of diseases that I can't read. Uh. Wow, those are some weird named diseases. So hopefully, uh, so be, it'd be nice to know there's three diseases here that I can't read. They don't look familiar, even if I could read them. But the story just kind of ends there. And you're thinking like, okay, the DNR's asking hunters to kill these feral pigs. They're known to carry some diseases that could be harmful to humans. So when I kill the pigs, should I not touch them? If I see these pigs, are they contagious because of contact? Or they just have to be in the... I know you're outside, but like, it'd be nice to have just a little bit more information. But also, if I'm hunting for deer, I guess I don't know. I haven't put a ton of thought into this if there's feral pigs rooting around where i'm sitting in my tree stand am i going to shoot the pigs because won't that scare everything away but if the pigs are running around where i'm at do the pigs scare everything away i'm not i don't know i don't know how it works how does nature work guys are deer afraid of everything in the woods and therefore will run away from anything that's rustling like feral pigs or does gunshots do it because I'm thinking if I shoot the feral pigs, the deer aren't going to be coming around for a while. Anyone want to clue me in on uh, how hunting works? <laughs> 608-785-7914. Yeah, the whole idea of uh, deer hunting is a little bit lost on me when it comes to... I understand that venison is good. I like venison. I eat meat. I... uh don't have a problem with with hunting per se the 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 idea though that i need to get the biggest most points on a buck to hang its head on my wall is where i'm lost in the hunting game i've seen predator the movie predator he puts humans human heads on stakes outside his little you know 
cavern or whatever you want to call it. I mean, that's, that's, that's what I feel like that's what we're doing. I'm going to hang this head on my wall. Show everybody this thing I murdered. <laughs> also got venison out of it, but need this head on my wall because it's cool. It's a weird, it's a weird place we're in when we're hanging. And even like all that, all that stuff's weird to me when you're, when you're, uh, even like when you're putting an, like a, I know my brother had a, a squirrel, a taxidermy squirrel. I think he did it in high school too. So taxidermy is a little weird to me. Um, my brother did a squirrel where he put some hooks in its hand. And so it was like spread Eagle spread squirrel, and then put some hooks on it in its hand on its paws or its feet, whatever you want to call squirrels feet. And then he pretty much hooked it to the grill of his 1978 Ford Thunderbird that he drove to school every day. Kind of funny. Also a little bit morbid. Strange to me. Uh, different though. A little bit. I, I feel that's a little bit more nor more normal than like cutting a head off a deer with a 10 point rack or whatever and putting it on my wall. I'm probably in the very unpopular opinion in Wisconsin on that one. Hank is, uh, <laughs> Hank is still suggesting Milwaukee Bucks. Alternate jerseys. He's up to three now. I feel like you could have way more than this, Hank. It's disappointing that you stopped at O-Town. <laughs> uh, Milwaukee Bucks alternate jersey they, they announced today. Cream City, which is apparently why. Is that a beer thing, Cream City? I get it. It's a, it's some, it's a dairy thing, I'm sure. I didn't look it up. I don't care. I'm not going to waste my time trying to find the origins of Cream City in Milwaukee. Why not like Brew City or something? Is it because we don't want to relate basketball and beer together? Because that's a, we're already putting deer heads on walls. Uh, some news on the uh, whistleblower came out today. I feel like we, we chip away at this every day. The whistleblower in Wisconsin, not the whistleblower in the impeachment inquiry. The Wisconsin National Guard's top commander said he won't finalize the discharge of the whistleblower who triggered two federal investigations into sexual assault in his unit. They were investigating into whether that move amounts to retaliation. So they got to investigate the sexual assaults and then they got to investigate the investigations to uh, discharging the guy who called out the sexual assaults in his unit. So, I mean, pretty seems pretty clear cut. The dude called out some sexual assaults, sparked two investigations federally, and now he's getting discharged. So, what, you know, what's <laughs> is there more to it? This seems pretty clear cut. Uh, Major General Donald Dunbar. Wisconsin National Guard's top commander said in a letter Tuesday to U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin that he lacks the authority to stop the effort to discharge the whistleblower, whose name is Major or Master Sergeant Jay Ellis. He did say Ellis would still be able to collect retirement benefits if he's ultimately drummed out of service, though. So if you're worried about him uh, not being able to collect retirement benefits... He's, he's going to be able to do that, but 
the top National Guard commander can't stop his being ousted. Can't stop the whistleblower from being discharged for blowing the whistle on sexual assaults. That's where we're at. Well, how are we here? How are we here as a nation? As a country, as a state, as an armed service? What are we miss- what's missing here? What did the did the guy did do something else wrong? Is there an unwritten code that sexual assaults must be handled internally? Kind of like what we're what we're we're doing and federally, like Donald Trump does something wrong by holding, you know, essentially Congress approved taxpayer funds to help Ukraine and to to get an investigation into a political rival. That's wrong. Somebody called it out. We should handle this internally. That's that's like one of the arguments. We need to handle that internally. It shouldn't have been something out in the open. I think Ron Johnson, our our senator, U.S. senator right here, Ron Johnson, the other side of the aisle, right? Uh, we needed to handle that internally uh, so it didn't get out in the public. Yeah, that's kind of what whistleblowers do, right? Like they blow the whistle on stuff that's going down that's inappropriate. And the dude in the National Guard in Wisconsin blew the whistle on sexual assault, and now he's getting discharged. And the head guy, the head commander at the Wisconsin National Guard, can't stop him from being discharged. Can't stop that. But he can, he did say he can keep his retirement benefits. Uh, Sam texted in, harassing or killing squirrels. Still legal in lacrosse. Thanks, Sam. I think maybe, I mean, that might be a joke on uh, the Oktoberfest people who were, I think, tossing a dead squirrel. That must have been like five years ago now. Nobody cares about the squirrels, including my brother. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. All right, we got Scott's comment. I think it's about Foxconn. You can read it if you don't want to listen to it. Uh, Sometimes you can go on our Facebook page, 1410WIZM on Facebook and Yell at Scott in the comments. His his comments go up. His Scott's comment goes up every day. You want to check that out. Uh, well, I got now I got calls. Right right when I want to go to the news, you guys are calling. All right. Uh, hey, you're on the Crosstalk PM. Who's this? Uh, this is Craig. Hey, Craig, you're on the air. What do you got? So, don't understand how the top guy with the Wisconsin National Guard can't stop the discharge of the whistleblower. I mean, you're the top guy. Why can't you stop that? Makes no sense. Yeah, it's... it's. Uh, let me look here. Yeah, he lacks the authority to stop efforts to discharge Master Sergeant J. Ellis, but said he would be able to... I mean, the story begins, the top commander, won't. he won't finalize the discharge. He won't finalize it yet. They're going to investigate why he's being discharged. But at this point, he can't stop it. So, yeah, it's a little little strange. When, when you're the top guy, how do you lack the authority? That makes <laughs> absolutely no sense. Yeah, who? Because you're the top guy. Yeah, who above him? <laughs> is, is is someone above him discharging this dude because he called out? Who, who was involved in the sexual assaults, maybe? Yeah, granted, everybody's got a boss, so maybe we need to talk to that guy and have the the top guy discharged because he can't do his job effectively. Yeah, maybe his so, maybe his boss was on the National Guard campus or wherever in in Wisconsin sexually assaulting people, and now maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's weird. Maybe man. they're maybe they're like the 
Maybe they're like the Catholic Church. Who knows? Right. All right. Thanks for the call, man. All right. Bye. Yeah. All right. We're going to get to Scott's comment now and the news. We'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Wu Tang Clan. Cream. <laughs> That's what this song is. 608 785 7914. Better Hearing Center Talk and Text Line. I only play that because A, I love the Wu Tang Clan, and B, the Milwaukee Bucks alternate jerseys that they released today or showed off on social media, or instead of saying Milwaukee or Bucks on them, they say Cream City. And along with Hank texting me alternate, alternate names for Cream City, <laughs> uh, Mike texted in. And said, Cream City is a reference to the brick color that was used within the city of Milwaukee early on in its history. So if you were wondering if it had anything to do with milk, dairy, beer, nothing. Just bricks. That's where we're at. Cream City because old bricks. Which is what Giannis would love to do when he's at the free throw line. But he keeps airballing free throws. Make a free throw, Giannis. Cripes. Uh, Phil texted in, uh, the reason why there are 25 plus Democrat presidential candidates is because if you are running for president, you and your, or your family can't be investigated for corruption, right? Rick, uh, I guess that's a, we're talking about Joe Biden there. He can't be investigated for corruption. What year did that happen? Go look up what year Joe Biden's son worked for. I think he finished working in 2000, in April. But I mean, if this was such a big deal, the whole Joe Biden's son works for a Ukrainian company, because it's not like Donald Trump's son doesn't work for the, pre- for the Donald Trump in the White House, or his daughter. That's not weird. Uh, but... If we were going to investigate this, Donald Trump should investigate it the day he took office. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Instead, he waited until Joe Biden announced his candidacy for president in one of the all-time major coincidences. All right. Number three, you're not on the phone. Number three hung up on me. All right, call me back, number three, if you want. Um, I had this other story that I thought was pretty interesting, along with a billionaire Bloomberg spending $15 million to $20 million to register a half a million voters. Okay, this is out of Madison. Man convicted of sexually assaulting boy given probation. So it's not just happening in lacrosse. And it's a little bit deceiving, this headline. A man convicted of repeatedly sexually assaulting, I think, a 13-year-old boy, been sentenced to probation in Dane County. He gets five years probation. The judge imposed and stayed three years in prison. So he already was in prison for three years, right? Is that how that works? And now five years of extended supervision for this guy. Uh, judge John Highland, in case you were wondering. He's upset advocates for sexual assault survivors and others. Criminal complaint says, and this is kind of gross a little bit, 45-year-old Nathan McQuillan started a sexual relationship what we're calling it, with a 13-year-old boy in 2016. So he began raping a boy 
in 2016 and continued that through 2018. The complaint says the teen told investigators the sexual contact was consensual. But Rape Crisis Center director Aaron Thornley Paris told WISC-TV that someone as young as 13 is unable to consent to sex and that not mandating prison time doesn't send a very good message. Uh, Wanakee police also told TV station they were disappointed and surprised to learn of the ruling because the child, a child was involved. There were repeated acts and the suspect was aware of the victim's age. So five years probation for essentially raping a 13-year-old for two years. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, 608-785-7914. John texts in, I don't think Scott understands how did the tax incentives for Foxconn of works. That's what he says there. I clean that text up, I guess. Uh, it cost us nothing. We didn't write a check to anyone, apparently. Uh, the Biden thing became an issue because of video released. Pay attention. All right, so we didn't know about Biden's son working in Ukraine before a video was released. Uh, where was the other story? All right, so we're uh, we're still fighting. We're good. We'll get to state government now with uh, Governor Tony Evers and him fighting the Republican body of government, the other two houses. So Republican lawmakers have now filed lawsuits against Evers over. Open records, essentially. They want him to release uh, some emails, anything that emails, texts, anything to do with the uh, related to that funding of farmer mental health programs. So Evers drew criticism earlier this month. Evers is not releasing emails, apparently. He did at one time say he only emails like one time a day, but that doesn't have anything to do with anything. If you email, then we request that and open records request. You should be releasing that. Uh, Evers drew criticism earlier this month for open records advocates for refusing to fulfill a TV station's request for one day's worth of emails, saying the request needed to include a subject or specific words to look for. <laughs> so Evers isn't giving a TV station one day's worth of emails because they weren't specific enough in what they wanted. How about if you're sending one email a day, Governor, then just release the email? Like, what's the big deal? You trying to hide something? Or are you just fighting the fight for the sake of fighting? Uh, Scott Walker did the same thing. Then he even, Evers even cited Scott Walker. Whatever Walker's reasonings, I don't have that in front of me. Whatever Walker's reasonings for not releasing uh, open records requests for emails. Evers said, but Walker did it. So that's where we're at with uh, the government. But I'm sure it is pretty hard for the government to, you know, they, the, they often cite the resources needed to have to send out these email records. You know, if we request now at this point, uh, I believe it's Nigren. Of course, I didn't write that down. Nigren's requesting like a week's worth of emails, texts. And other records between, no, it's a month's worth, from July 2nd to August 2nd. He's requesting anything from Evers. And he even said, including the phrases or topics, including farmers, mental health, mental health, and the name of five Republican lawmakers, including himself. 
So any emails having to do with that? Nygren wants those from uh, Governor Evers, and Governor Evers is saying, no, you can't have those, even though they're, you know, public open records. But oftentimes, the the reasoning for that is you're not specific enough. We're going to have to release too many emails. It's going to be too hard for us to go back through all the emails, all the texts, all the other records and and come up with a, a list or, you know, a, maybe a manila folder. What are they going to do? And send it because, you know, that's how they're doing it. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty hard. Have you ever tried to find an old email, even from like, even if you're given specific dates, like when Nigrin asked for July 2nd to August 2nd? It's really hard to do that. You have to go to your, so you have to go to your sent folder. I don't know if you guys know this. And usually when you want to try to find your sent folder, it's minimized. So you have to like unminimize it. You got to find that arrow. You got to unminimize your sent folder. And then once you figured that out, there's probably, you know, if it's the TV station wanted one day's worth of records, one day's worth of emails from Governor Evers, you have to go find that date. And then there's there's probably like, Evers says he sends one email a day, but man, he could have sent two or three emails. So then somebody in the government, we're paying this person, they're going to have to print off all three emails. Maybe they screenshot them, print them off, go to the printer, probably use paper, right? Go to the printer and then what? What are they going to do then? Upload, scan that, that printed email off so they can upload it to their system that's probably some system in the other room that's got to go these this is the government system and then maybe they go they got to upload it and then put it in a zip drive and then send it to some other government entity and then probably that government entity will print it off and photocopy it then scan it then upload it and then i'm guessing they'll probably eventually save it to a cdr like a like a disc like a DVD disc or a CD disc, you know what I'm talking about. You guys, nobody uses CDs anymore, but that's that's how we get open records from the police. They send a CD, and then uh, then they'll send that CD to whoever requested it via snail mail. You know they're sending it via snail mail, or they'll tell that person that entity to come to the government office when you know only between a certain hours to get it. So you know instead of doing all that work, just don't release the emails like well we'll just fight about it in court we're gonna we're gonna file a lawsuit and fight about all this in court and then who's who's footing the bills for all these lawyers right like who's who's doing that because when evers is fighting republicans in a lawsuit for open records are we paying everybody's lawyer fees is that where we're at is that what we're doing uh, John texted in, most people have moved on from using AOL for email. You would take 30 seconds to do what was asked. Someone sitting behind a desk. Even AOL would be that fast. I mean, but I'm guessing like they have to uh, print it off and send it to, you can't, you can't forward the email to the TV. Here it is, forwarded. No, we can't do that. That's too difficult. We've got to print it off, upload it, download it, reload it onto a different server, and then burn it onto a disk. That's what that's what we're doing. All right, number three, you're on the air. Go ahead. Boy, have you got me confused? <laughs> right. Well, I have you no and idea Governor what Evers. What are talking about? 
Uh, he must even have Eric confused because he hasn't called you yet. <laughs> That's good, then. Okay. Anyway, you know, you're talking about those 10-point bucks hanging on a wall. Yeah, you, when you shoot a 10-pointer, and yeah, I, I know what that is. Yeah, well, I got two of them down there amongst some other ones, but I just put some uh, red bows on them today for Christmas. They look real nice. They do, okay. Okay. Those are your bucks you got? You shot them? No, I run them over with a chicken truck. Oh, did you? I would would believe you if you said that. I have hit some over in Houston right where you live. Yeah, me too. These here I got with a gun. And another thing is I'd much rather shoot wild pigs than deer. Well, when you're you so you you're a deer hunter at one point in your life, huh? Right, right. So when you're out there deer hunting and some wild pigs run around, are you going to shoot the pigs or I'm not? I'm going to shoot. The first thing I've, I've got to do is get out a tree stump or climb on a tree because they'll attack you. Oh, they will. Okay. Oh yeah, they're they're mean. Okay, well let's say you're up in a tree stand though, but if you then shoot I'd the shoot pigs, them, you bet. If you shoot the pigs though. Are the pigs scaring away the deer, or is your gun, are both gun and pigs scaring away away deer? Well, sometimes you, you know, I've, I've shot a deer, shot deer already, and uh, at one, and one has been about twenty yards from me, never jumped up, and just laid there. So, you know, there's a lot of hunting stories, but I definitely shoot the pigs. That'd be a lot more fun. <laughs> It'd be more fun. I get that. I just don't. I just feel like if you're shooting the pig, then the deer's going to hear you shooting and run away. Well, yeah, but you got another six, seven days to get another deer. Okay. But I think it would be fun to shoot a bunch of pigs. I got some friends that go down there and shoot them. It costs a, you know, a lot of money, but they do get mean. They will chase you up a tree, and they're not afraid of anybody. Well, that puts a little bit more stock in the game. If you're on the ground and pigs start chasing you, now you're shooting at pigs chasing you. That sounds like more interesting than deer hunting. Right, and I wouldn't be, want to be caught sleeping on, on a nice sunny day if there's pigs running around. Okay. Hey, and okay. Uh, uh, you you, uh, you spurred somebody else to call here. I got someone waiting. All right. Now. Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. All right. Now, Eric from Sparta is on. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, I'm just kind of wondering. I, I watch those pieces memories all day on uh, the national news media. I lost my prices right, so boppers, all those things, stuff like that. And they, they, they claim that, that CBS requires them to carry it. Or the national news media claims that they to carry it. Well, because what happens? They're st- still on the air. It's on C-SPAN and all the cable channels. Why don't they carry it now? Because the news media wanted to promote this lynching of President Trump, because that was their main goal of this whole thing anyway. They're trying to throw this guy out of office because they hate his guts, and they're all liberal facts, left-wing liberals. Thank you very much. Okay. Very reasonable. Everyone's a liberal hack, and we're trying to lynch the president. It's a thing we're doing. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back to wrap up after this. I'm with it. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Just a couple of minutes here to go. Uh, let's see. Phil texted in. Railing against Scott Shaw's Foxconn comments. Foxconn gave UW-Madison a half billion dollars for research. But Scott Robert Shaw never mentions that donation. I would say that that might not be accurate. Half billion dollars. Five hundred million dollars. But I couldn't say for sure. Foxconn awards 83 million. 
in contracts for construction, I don't see anything about $500 million. I don't think Foxconn's given up $500 million to uh, UW-Madison, Phil. Might be just a little off there. Uh, I do have like a whole list of things about Foxconn. It would be interesting to do someday, but haven't gotten there yet. Started the show talking about Milwaukee Bucks, alternate jerseys, calling them Cream City. I don't know if they're wearing the Cream City jerseys tonight, but the Bucks are playing the Hawks. You can listen to that on WKTY here and WKTY in six minutes going to be on. But what's interesting is Jabari Parker is in the starting lineup for the Hawks. Obviously, the Bucks took Jabari Parker in 2014 with the number two overall pick. And it might be interesting to see if Jabari matches up with Giannis Antetokounmpo. I mean, the big reason why the Bucks didn't sign Jabari Parker, re-sign him, is because, well, all those knee surgeries and because he can't play defense. All right, that's all the time we got. We'll do this again tomorrow with Dr. Keith Knutson.